0: Hey everybody, this is Dave. Welcome to fanable.com actual play podcast network. And we are here for a blow off the dust. Geeky Topics Roundtable Discussion. Yeah. Still doing yeah. Holy wow.
1: shit. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Well, by now, the sedatives that I've given you and your food should be wearing off, and you're probably wondering where you are. Gentlemen, we're doing a GTRT here in this basement where I have shackled you to a radiator. Uh, I trust that you will find your, uh, your accommodations fitting for the next 45 minutes or so. Why is and there
1: you- a broken saw?
0: You know what? Don't pay attention to that. but y'all um, Angela couldn't make it due to uh, a freakish tolerance for horse tranquilizers. Oh I was God. not. I thought a, that
2: dead body in the front was Angela laying on face yeah.
0: first. Oh no, 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 no! Totally different podcast. Don't worry about That's that. Kevin Smith. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he could finally make it, uh and so, so she was not able to join us. And before the authorities arrive, let's get started. So, first off, how is everybody doing? I'm doing good. I'm all right. I've been worse. Good to hear. We just wrapped up a game. Uh, Cyberpunk Red. Cyberpunk Red. Yep. Yeah, and it was a uh, it was a test. Mm. It was a,
3: not test, a beta. What oh, would you quick, call start.
1: It? Like, quick start. Quick yeah, start. Jump start. Jump, jump start kit spaghetti. of the
3: still in development main yes, game. Yes. But yeah. not only
2: that, but we're also coming off of Dan's birthday.
3: Woo! Yeah! Woo! Woo! You're coming off it. I'm still ramping up. I've got the rest of the night and all day tomorrow. And here's Pitbull. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, ed- I'll edit this one.
0: So uh, here comes an aeroid siren thing. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, we we are just coming off of uh, a test. Uh, we always love it when when companies send us uh, some material to try out. Thank you very much. You will get our, you will unfortunately get our honesty, our laser focus, and our on- complete lack of having read the rules before starting. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. You'll unfortunately also get me nitpicking on one goddamn thing that in in the larger scheme has nothing to do with the rest of the product yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh thank you very much uh for uh tolstein games
1: oh uh our
0: tolsorian our tolsorian yes thank you very much uh all right so gentlemen let's get started so uh i i'm Mocked up a couple of, of questions here uh, from our recent experiences throughout the summer. It is a hot August day when we record. Um And uh, so the first thing that, that came to mind was um an issue of player interactivity. And the fact that when I was growing up, we had Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. riffs where players did not have the they did not have the agency for it to 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 move the narrative around like they do now so the thing is like new savage world world's rules that they just introduced uh have this mechanic for a player to slightly augment the story right and in monty cook's games there's a system for uh pretty much the same especially in the 2.0 rules where you can nudge things in a certain direction with your xp now this unfortunately for us not fans of the game mirrors the powered by the apocalypse rules which heavily involves this mechanic. And since this seems to be the like direction that tabletop RPGs are going in, even to a degree D and D is starting to incorporate stuff like this. What are the upsides and downsides for that? So for instance, the reason I bring this up is because as you know, I believe that choice is the enemy of playing a game and that players are animals and should be treated as such. I, 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 I I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about all these games giving the, the player a chance to be like, oh, no, there is a fireplace in the room. Or, oh, no, we do know each other. And then spending a point making a roll or some stuff like that and changing what the storyteller has made.
2: Well, I, I, I don't I don't actually feel that there is a downside. I feel like there's just something that needs to be reinforced uh, in all these games, um, which is. The GM has the right to up the amount of cost mm-hmm. and the GM has the right to just say no. And I think as long as that's always there, uh, I'm fine with that. Because as a GM, personally, if someone says like, okay, we're in a room, is there a fireplace? Most likely I'll be like, uh, well, no. And they're like, can there be a fireplace? I'll be like, yeah, sure. There's a fire- having a fireplace serves no purpose or doesn't interfere with me, but it might make it so you can do something cool. I'm cool with that. But if they say, like, OK, you meet this stranger and it's like, actually, I'm going to pay a point. This highwayman, we knew each other. We've worked with each other before. I, I have the right to say, no, I have something planned. No. Yeah. So I just think these rules needs to reinforce the idea of these. are You have the ability to ability to maybe alter the story, not absolutely alter the story. So I'm fine with them. I think it gives more freedom out there. But uh, I just hope that people don't take it as like, well, my GM never allows me to alter the story because he says no to 50% of my stuff. It's like, well, that's the point. Mm-hmm. As a GM, if, I, if it's going to interfere with the plan that I have set forth too much, and I'm not saying like, you know, hinder it. I mean, absolutely interfere with the story. You need to be able to say no, that you I'm, you can't pay that or even reward someone saying like, OK, no, I'm, I can't allow you to do that. But here's the point. Yep, I, so I just want to say that that's my point. Just reinforce that as long as they give you uh, the GM uh, ability to say no.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with what uh, Billy's saying. Ultimately, it's about how much you trust people in your group. Uh, basically, you have to trust A, that the GM will basically say, like, okay, this is cool. I won't interfere with what I had planned. Or if you're the type of GM that just does things by senior depends. this is cool. Let's see how it rolls. Who would Be- storytell like that? I mean, who <laughs> would do that? <laughs> and number two, you have to trust your players to not instantly say, like, I'm going to spend the point and I'm going like to put in a situation that makes me instantly win and make this all about me. Mm-hmm. This has to be, this has to be, this is a group storytelling event. These player intrusions, for example, if we're going to use Cypher system as an example, must help the overall story, not just make you look cool or just not make it be all about you.
2: And that's why I'm actually more of a fan of a group pull because instead mm-hmm. of it becoming something a character can do, it is something that this is a story for everyone, and I think this would be cool to the overall story. And yes, it might just be focused on one player at that time, uh, but I, I, I'd rather have always a group pool. Yeah, But it depends on the game system. I'm, I'm not against like fate points or anything like that, but that's my feeling. Yeah, okay, on
1: one mechanic I remember we played recently, Monarchies of Mao, where there was the group pool, but there was also the individual pool as oh, well.
2: I, I didn't Le- play it.
1: Oh, right. No, you weren't there. Sorry. It was an awesome game. You should have been there. Where basically, yeah, there was a group was pool. it? Yeah, well, whatever <laughs> Whatever you got, well, I think I forgot what it was called, like, a fate Oh my point. god,
2: what, did the cat have a guitar that he couldn't stand?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a, I can't remember the exact name, there was like a fate point system, where like, if you got a fate point, you can either put it into the group pool, which everyone can use, and everyone has a degree that he'll allow that person to use it, or you can just take it for yourself because you're a cat and fuck you.
2: That's interesting, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would like to see the, how that works too.
1: It was more pretty well from what I said, what I saw, I was a GM, I don't know how the players felt about it. Uh, it's funny that you bring up uh,
0: that you bring up uh choice in like Fade Points stuff, Billy, because the reason I thought about this uh, was I was listening to old Shadowruns and the very first Shadowrun game that I ran, Shadowrun Prime, uh, we were just coming off the heels of playing constant du- uh, joint narrative games. We played a lot of Final Girl. We were playing a lot of Fiasco. Hex and hex. We were pl- a lot of Hex. We were just doing all of these things where everybody pitches in. Then I ran Shadowrun and the iron hand of how I storytelling, how I grew up storytelling, kind of like hit this wall because you as Deku, uh, as Deku, as your character, wanted to call a uh, – you basically made up a, 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 a contact. You made up a contact on the fly, and you said, he's my ex-brother my ex uh, brother by marriage, and he's also a veterinarian, and he comes in a van. I was like, whoa, 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 that's not – That is not how this game works. And I remember a look on your face, like, like you like looked around at everybody like, What what do you mean? And I was like, that's not you don't choose nothing. (laughs) Like you choose how you kill or how you make the mouth sounds. And I, I thought about this when I was writing up this question because like I think that there is validity to both types, but you uh you I think you need at the table, you need to to tell people like, check this out. This, uh, like, like this is not a, a narrative interactive game. And I think you need to be respect- uh, respectful as the, as the narrator or the GM, um, but also playing so many of that game can have uh, a, a weird expectation for games that don't allow it. Just like for me, coming from games where you absolutely do not have an inf- a, uh, ability to interfere with the narrative, I still to this day feel weird. About, like, chipping and, like, throwing a point and being like, and there is a fireplace, right? <laughs> Guys, I'll leave. I'll leave. I'm was fine. this
2: question designed just so you could bring up the Deku? Listen, man, I've been holding on to this for a yeah. while. No, no,
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's because it, it clearly, <clears throat> for me, most, like, uh, defined that moment where it was like, oh, right. There are these games out there that that allow for, um, for. I mean, Gronick did it, too. Basically, all of my Shadowrun
1: games. What? I don't know what you're
0: talking about. Yeah, exactly uh definitely definitely comes up that's why i wanted to bring uh wanted to ask you guys about it uh have you run into this then at all
3: like have you thought about this not not so much oddly enough i mean so what i usually what, what the game i've run most is the train game where the trains <laughs> go by and they're loud and they just keep going and going and going and you can't choose and how can't loud choose? they are no those they show up and they're they are completely you have zero control over when the fucking trains <laughs> <going down. laughs> anyway uh, no, the games I've played for the most part are, you know, World of Darkness games. Mm-hmm. And World of Darkness games are weird in that sense that they're very narrative heavy. They're meant to be. It's a whole storytelling mm-hmm. system and everything. But in World of Darkness, you also can't just make up a contact, for example. Mm. Like, no, that's it's a stat. You have to buy it. If you didn't pay the points, you're not – I don't care. I don't care how much power you <laughs> spend. You you don't know the guy that runs the zoo that you need to get into. Uh, you know, son of a f- bitch. But, I but think- they did eventually change that a little with the contact stat and everything else. But, like, I haven't – the point is that I haven't really run into, like, something like that where a player uh, – Okay, here's here's my thoughts as I've been listening to it to all of you guys go I like I actually very much like and i'm I'm, a, I'm more of a narrativist than a simulationist mm-hmm. i I like that it's a collaborative storytelling i I get excited when my players toss out an idea that I maybe haven't thought of and and it and it, it throws even even when it throws a monkey wrench in uh Shout out to the end of the latest Changeling recording. No spoilers, but there was a book. Uh, I made, I made the, (laughs) you're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) I made the mistake of giving them a book. Um, anyway, but point is like, I actually kind of like when that happens. So, you know, even when it it, it throws me off my narrative rails a little, now, now there are things that you're going to have to deal with that were not initially intended as part of this. Uh, but I, I actually like that because it, it keeps me on my toes because I, tr- while I, while I try and have like a full storytelling arc, I, I, I know where I'm going to get you guys and I am as, as free as possible in how you're going to get there. Uh, and when you're lost, then I, I myself put in like the rails and start mm-hmm. railing you through until you pick up speed and then you start doing your own crazy shit once you, once you kind of pick up speed again. That's kind of how I approach it. Uh, but. The point is that in that game, uh, you guys have thrown out random things, you have added to the world uh, through through part of it, and there isn't an economy in that game for that. There's no points that you had to spend to get these. Uh, you know, there's no there's there, there there wasn't there's again, it's not an in-game mechanic, it's more of a a, a, a casual story sort of thing. And I like it that way better than when it's an in-game mechanic because when I put down a point and I say there's a fireplace because that's the, what we're going back to every time here, <laughs> uh, then I just paid a point. You tell me no and there's always going to be a little bit of like resentment there. It's like. Fuck you for telling me you no. Know, I wanted my fireplace. I was willing to pay a point, and you're like, no, well, fuck you. Oh, fuck you, Dan, <laughs> exactly. Mister Mr. Mr. Birthday Boy. Like, it's <laughs> my no. birthday, and I put, it's my birthday, and I put down the point, and I want my fucking you know fireplace. What, you <laughs> know, I honestly, yeah, here's
2: the thing. I agree with Dan a lot. I, I think there should be a ability for the GM to say no on some stuff. Exactly, but I you... prefer Dan's. I actually, when I run things, I prefer when someone says like, oh, instead of a, a car, could we be in a minivan? I'm like, sure, fuck it,
3: minivan. Yeah. Like, I like when people change Exactly, things. but if you if you make it that 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 it's an in-game mechanic, suddenly there's a level of mm-hmm. of expectation and a level of.
1: Uh, I, looking I, for. I paid my ticket. I, I want my ride. I paid my ticket. So, I want my ride. Question, yeah. Do we care more that it's? Do you are you let? Do you want it to be more about flavor than here's, actual here's game how mechanics? I, Here's how
3: I kind of feel about it. It's that how many points for a guitar? <laughs> yeah. No. Here's how I feel about it. I don't mind if it even affects the game mechanics. What what some player brings in, but. I, I feel like it should be, it's an ideal world kind of situation. Like in an ideal world, the players in any game should be able to put stuff out and, and then because it's not part of the game economy, the GM can say like, you know what? No, that's not going to work. Let's work something else out. And there is less of that, like, but but i but i paid for it i did the thing that is supposed to give me the shiny and you're not giving me the shiny you're offering me something else or you
2: know, you know a good another good way like i have a level three contact that means that person's my best friend it's like well in my story this would i'd rather have like sure you can have a contact and i can later use that as a betrayal or someone's like so it it feels like if you have a level three contact i can i cannot use that person against you mm. like it.
3: i I would i would prefer yeah yeah. the the stats if you paid for it with stats then it's it's paid for it's it's again i know well the darkness if like you paid for the points for a sword if i break your sword technically it's it's you you still have a sword you will find one it's it's on the gm to provide a new one because you paid the points for it you will have a sword versus you you found a sword in the middle of an adventure and just have one there's no points in it you just picked it up because Mm -hmm. that's what you do and if i break that sword for you later i broke the sword it's fine yeah so it's kind of like that it's it's, again it's the difference between did i pay up something for it or did i not and i prefer no you don't have to pay anything for it but everybody should be kind of open to the back and forth and again not every game does that Shadowrun, for example very much not a game (laughs) designed for that but i think i think this all comes from Almost a certain, certain sense of backlash to the shadow runs and D&Ds of the world, especially mm. old school D&Ds of the world, which were very, you know, uh, you know, prescriptivist. They're very, uh, they're very, uh, uh, you know, rule heavy in that sense. And in the that you, you can't affect the game world in any way except by the things that are in your sheet. And so all these games came out going, well, no, we want to, we want to make games where you can affect the story and modify the story and everything, but people, If you leave that too loosey goosey, people go like, well, we're just sitting around a table making up stories. And yeah, we are. But if you put a rule set around that, now people are incentivized to try and do that. Yeah. And I feel like all these games that incentivize that are, you know, are trying to kind of like show you like, Hey, you can still roll the dice and spend the points, but in order to make a story instead of just see how many kobolds you kill. I want to get beyond that. Fair
2: enough. Oh so Dan, that's actually a really good point.
3: Yeah, hell yeah. It is. I
2: think, you know, I think they am going to go up to Stan. I'd, I'd always prefer, and I actually think D&D and Shadowrun can. It, it just depends on the GM. It's depends on how fucking stubborn they are, and they won't let your brother-in-law be a
0: fucking <laughs> bet. <Yeah. laughs>
2: but uh, no, I actually, I i like that. I like everything you said there. I'm, I'm going to, to subscribe to your newsletter.
0: Yeah. So, follow-up question. Imagine, so there are, Of the games where you can players can spend a point and affect your narrative, would you run one of those at a convention?
3: I mean, they get run all the time at conventions. No, no. But would I run?
0: Would you run? And this is not a lightly Monty Cook. Oh, there's a fireplace nonsense. Mm -hmm. It's one of the heavier narrative games where they're like, I know this person. We have a relationship in this way. That
3: sort of game. Having played in several of them. I've seen how they can go well and, and how they can go bad. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a shot, but I'd be very wary.
1: Yes. Be so,
2: yeah, I'm
3: so
1: glad I no, no, Same here. I would give definitely give it a run through. I definitely want to give it a try. But there are always people who, like, you, as soon as he was it, like, oh, this is going to go wrong so quickly. <laughs> yeah. I I would. I would give it a shot, but
2: not powered by the apocalypse. <laughs> well, yeah. Because power, here's life. the thing about powered by the apocalypse. It's. Every game I've ever played a Power and Apocalypse except for one, The Ward and Princess World. Shout guess, out to but, the Ward. Yeah, uh, shout out to Kevin. Yep. Uh Pet uh Petker. Petker. Petker Yeah. Uh every time I've ever sat down and played a game, it literally dissol- devolves on uh, around. And ex- this is especially for Mask and I hate it cuz I love the idea of Mask so much. How am I going to fuck the supervillain? Or how am I going <laughs> to How am I going to fuck my way to success? And that's, that's the story one. story
1: of my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: That's the one thing, and con. I would never play a. I would never run a uh, powered by the apocalypse game because it's always always ends with people trying to have sex with whatever we're facing.
0: Good to know. And speaking of cons, seamless transition, nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in the midst of con season right now. Yeah. Uh, Gen Con wrapped last month. woo. Yeah. Shout out to woo. Morristown, New Jersey. And ease. We didn't. We
2: didn't get it. We yeah, got. We once
0: again, we were robbed. Robbed. Yep. Damn it! We should have spent that point. <laughs> um, uh, Necronomicon and DragonCon are happening later this August, and more locally we have DexCon. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, DexCon uh, just happened, yeah. and Metatopia is next. And also, uh, so so. Anyways, we got a lot of cons to go to. And before I met any of you lovely people, I only went to Pax. Pax East. That was it. It was in Boston. I was 2 hours away. Fine. Um and so now that a part of Fandable cons are more than just conventions, uh they are uh, an aspect of like meeting new podcasters and, and and people that we know friends at the channel and also just it's a world that I was just introduced to and I'm still trying to get my head around it. Uh, since I've been to a couple of them so far, I want to ask y'all, what do you think the ups and downs are of actually going to cons? People? For people <laughs> For people who are listening now and are like, huh, what can I expect at cons? Now, I think Angela would be crucial for this answer uh, from a woman's perspective. Uh, and so I'm going to get Angela to answer this question and edit it in here. Yeah, at the time of editing, Angela is still struggling with a pretty bad cold. So, yeah, she's not, that's not happening.
3: Thank you, Angela. Wow, that was really insightful. Wow, jeez. You know what? I never really thought about that. My views have
1: changed completely. We are monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag
0: cancel now.
1: we shouldn't be doing this while
0: drinking. By the Hashtag way, we Madmen. Uh, we've had. Uh, ooh, I uh, like that one. We've man. had a beer. Calm down. Pull it in. Um, seriously, pull it in. Um, <laughs> Zip. Yeah, exactly. We're not taking a photo for your I- okay, Cupid <laughs> profile right now. Um, so, so what are the ups and downs of going to cons? And is there anything you absolutely try to do or avoid when you go to them? People.
3: That's an the, up, and
1: that's a down, and so and
3: green. that's think that, th-
1: And that's a thing you try and get to, and that's a thing you try to avoid. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah essentially. <laughs> the P- people. people. The people you hang out with at the cons, it can be super great. The people you know, the people you know are in, do, doing interesting things, or playing interesting games, mm-hmm. and the other people who are going to cons and you want to murder.
2: Yeah, there's there's a certain type. Of, there's there's people that you play at cons, and you meet, and you're like, I love this person. Mm-hmm. And there's people who's like, oh, I like this person. And then there's like, oh, okay, this, this person again. And then there's that person who's like, you... May- you, I want to avoid you. Then there's the last category, which is like, you make me embarrassed to be a gamer.
1: Yeah. yeah. And like the t- that person you look at is like, oh, uh, re- this is the only time you have human contact without having a restraining order, right? Yeah. Understand. Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, but a lot of cons are pretty good about, the cons are much better about having steps to take away troublemakers, which is great, which is important. I think that addresses Angela's uh, first point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but,
1: How do you feel about her second point? Yeah.
2: <laughs> But what I, I think, other than just the comical answer of avoid people and uh, meet people, I think the thing that's great about cons is you are meeting people with kind of the same level of interest in a hobby that isn't as common as, say, sports ball is. You you meet people who are there because they want to be there and to enjoy a, a hobby that you also enjoy. And you can enjoy it without feeling shame or embarrassment. It's Or you should, Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is just... There to really embrace a hobby. Now, the downside, other than some people of cons, I would say is organization. Um, there are cons yeah. who are great at organizing, and then there's cons that are bad at organizi- I organizing. And then there's cons that are bad at organizing and are really bad at taking critiques about that. <laughs> yeah. Though, that that that's hard because cons. The last thing are expensive. People seem to forget that when they're running a con because. I don't know because if I have to spend like a thousand dollars to get through a con, that's a thousand dollars. It's travel. That's food. That's money. That's motel. And the fact that I will sign up for stuff and then, you know, find out I did not get into any of my games like a day before the con opens up and they're like, well, you you, you sign up in person. It's like, that's like a huge roll of the dice. I, most likely won't be able
3: to get into anything. Yeah, and you already invested. You, you, yeah. you can't it's too late to cancel a hotel, so like, you're going. You yeah. spent and all also, this.
0: you put on the same level as some dude or some person. I'm going to speak for myself. Some dude, like last year, I just rolled up at a con. All I did was I got a I got a place last minute in the hotel, rolled up, wrote in all of my uh, all of my uh, applications for uh, the games on a piece of paper for last minute. Mm-hmm. I should not have just as good of a uh, chance of getting into a game as Billy, who spent like the last two weeks planning for this yeah. or two months.
2: I mean, it, I, I'm not going to use the last con we went to uh, into this problem because I don't want to get in trouble. But I'll use Origins, like five years ago. Yeah. I, we spent a lot of money oh to go to God, origins. origins yeah. I went there and three of my, uh, people running my events were no shows. And when I complained, they're like, well, we can refund you. And I'm like, well, what do I do with that refund? Like I, there's nothing open. This is a last minute. Like everybody's filled up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, three of my seven things were no shows. Two of those had to cancel last minute. Uh, two of more of those had to cancel like 30 minutes with because of something. So I literally paid a thousand dollars to play two games in Ohio. It's like, I don't even like going to Ohio to see <laughs> my family. I paid a thousand dollars to play two, two hour games and one of them was really bad. One was great. Yeah. So that's, that's the problem with cons. Like if they're organized, it's the best feeling in the world. If they're unorganized, it sucks. If they're unorganized and the people don't like cri- uh, criticisms, you feel like uh, you've, you you do not want to go back. And that's, that's kind of what I'm running into with the recent stuff. It's like, I feel like there's a couple of cons nearby that we can't criticize and it be taken well. And thus, it's just, and it's like now I just like, ah, I guess I just don't want to go to that. It's not worth the money. That's yep. my issue.
0: Puts a real bad taste in your mouth, especially because you're putting yourself out there.
1: How about you, gentlemen? Well, as I said before, it's, for me, it's mainly about the people. Like, people have to deal with when I'm going to the particular cons. I've, I've never had a particular issue. Like, with going to a particular game, I'm usually good at just walking around until I find something. Like, and then my mind just goes blank until I find a particular random game and just go to it. But, yeah. Deb? Uh... uh
3: Listen, I, I've been to like three cons this year already. I've still got two more to go because I hate myself and uh, <laughs> hate and hate having money. Also, yeah,
0: because yeah, you walk oh, into a room you and poor just thro-
3: baby. Yeah. You throw money in the fucking like, ceiling fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I roll. That's how I roll. Listen, can't all be as awesome as I am. Network administrator money. Yeah, <laughs> I just, listen, I keep the computers that fuck this economy running. <laughs> um, I got the ones and y'all are all zeros. Okay. <laughs> um but you know i I, I fucking love cons alright? right i love cons i love going to them i love everything about them uh that said yeah it it boils again mostly boils down to the people as everybody else has said but also for me personally i love going to cons because i get to try new things Mm -hmm. i get to it's where i go to play the games that because apparently here at fandible playing seventy-eight different games a year, still not fucking enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, and so so that's where I go to like play the games that we never got to at fandible, yeah. or that will, or that we'll probably never get to because they're just not our style. Yes. Yeah, I um, play
2: my I play Power to the Apocalypse there. I hate yeah. it, but yeah. most of the time I hate it, but sometimes it's really fun. Yeah.
3: yeah, exactly, and that's that's where I go to try like to to try new things to to explore. Like you know, I, I, what I don't get is the people who like go to cons just to play D anD D for four days. I don't. I do not get it. But you know what? Respect. Sure. That's that's what gets your rocks off, man. Enjoy. There there is no better place in that case to go. No, no. No. Uh, (laughs) But no. But my point with my point with the cons is. if you kind of treat them, at least my, my personal experience, kind of treat them like a bit of an adventure. You know, you're going in there. You're going to try new things. You're not going to sign up for the most popular things. You're not going to sign up for, for everything you expected. You're going to just go there and try new things. And some of them will suck. Some of them will be great. But that's, that's kind of mostly how I, how I approach it. And it mostly works for me. That said, just got back from Gen Con. Gen Con was all about the fucking people. 80,000 nerds all together. Uh, and even though I've honestly had better experiences for the most part with hanging out with other people at at the Double Exposure Cons, because uh, there is nothing better than like that downstairs bar yeah. when it's full of nerds. But it's still not huge. It's full of nerds, but it feels like a manageable number of nerds. And they're all just openly talking about trains. Uh, they're yeah. all just openly talking about whatever they liked, whatever they played that day. Uh, and just you hear the weirdest conversations. And that's amazing. That feeling is freaking amazing. There wasn't that much of that at Gen Con, at least in my experience, just because Gen Con is so huge. I'm sure there was plenty of it, but it's Mm -hmm. spread out all over the place. But the one bit of it that I did have uh, made me go, like, made me miss you guys, basically. Made me go, like, I wish these guys were here to see this. This is so fucking awesome.
2: Thank you. I think the one thing we can also mention about cons, that Mm -hmm. as a plus,
0: LARPs. Nice. Yeah. LARPs are such a weird Some of them of the dice. suck. Some of yeah. them
2: suck. But even when they suck, you still have a good story. Like that's yeah. like the game like me and Dave dressed up like Goth and we played like vampire masqueraders inside of a LARP. We LARPed inside of a LARP. And it we were so vastly underpowered yeah. that we had to give yeah. up halfway through. But it's still a hilarious story we, about yeah. our
0: character saying, like, what's going on? People are getting their skins ripped off, getting in the minivan. And that yeah. was our character's exit. Yeah. yeah. That was
3: fantastic.
0: The thing about LARPs is even when they're bad, at a tabletop game you have a collective story with five people, six people, maybe, you know, it's going to hover around there with a LARP. You have 30 people, 20 people, maybe more, maybe less, but you still have more than a tabletop worth of people who you can go to and be like, Hey, I remember the thing that we did with the shagath mm-hmm. And they are like, Oh my God, that's amazing. And when you see them at, you know, for instance, at this, uh, I like the hotel bar or whatever when it's just a bunch of nerds you have a shared story and that's mm. the best part about role-playing yeah, is yeah. the shared the shared story the shared lexicon the shared um uh you know mount olympus of your characters that you look
1: uh lovingly to sorry but- yeah i discovered the, i now remember the one thing i love about going to a conventions i'm the, one, the type of person that loves going to panels Oh, I love true. yeah. I love going to panels where they discuss different things, discuss different aspects of role playing games or how they do create character creation. Like I went to a one uh, panel a while back. I can't remember where. Where basically he talked about like publishing your game. I have no plans to publish a game anytime soon. But I like having the information in my head as I'm listening to these people talk. It's 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 mostly hit. Every occasionally there's a miss where you go to a panel where they talk about like, well, let me talk to you about why I think this one particular character is the best character ever. I'm like, oh god, what mistake have I made? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna leave because they would be polite, but I learned nothing. But yeah, that's the, <laughs> for me. I'm a big panel guy. I love going to panels. Like and listen to people. Yeah, you're right. People, panels yeah. are great. Yep.
0: Yeah. So speaking of trying to avoid people, ladies and gentlemen, I've Story been. Of my life. I've been modifying a room in my apartment for just myself. Another seamless transition. Bing! Uh, And so I've been trying to turn a, a room in my apartment into a study and a recording area where I can keep all my nerdy stuff and uh, you know, my recording equipment and, and things like that. Cause we do, I have, I have accumulated a lot of uh, cheap costumes over the Halloweens and uh, various microphones and mixers and things like that. We use uh, the recording equipment at Dan's place for mm-hmm. uh, B team recordings. And so uh, my question to you all is if you had your own space for what we do what would be in it absolutely anything goes well anything goes
2: so no no okay money <laughs> look yeah well, no money
0: so imagine you're on uh, like one of those like house hunter tv shows yep. uh, like uh yeah home wrecked yep, yep you're a house hunter and you tell the scott brothers this is what i want in my nerd room
1: what do you tell them? Your budget is $2 million. Well, my small collection of every life-size uh, female fighter from Dead or Alive, and then... It, no. Wow.
3: <laughs> I was that, say,
1: say. that went
0: somehow way creepier than the joke it just I kept was going to make. It was great. It was a journey. And only
2: if Chung Lee is kicking high kicks.
1: <laughs> Seriously, it'd be a, it'd basically be a, a soundproof room where basically I can do my audio recording. Don't <laughs> get
3: <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say we're still going down. We're still going down, pull up. Pull That's what he said to Chung Lee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my audio recorded for my my podcast and my YouTube channel for my and also my Twitched up stream which we're planning to do in the future. Future, next topic. And basically uh, has contains all of the various uh RPG books I have in my room.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess like Yeah. Uh I would do a computer uh like just fucking staying power where I can just work on various videos and just different kind of, just learning different kind of uh, software programs for graphic art, <laughs> Photoshop, you know, Publisher, all those things that I use for Fandible. I just if I could have like a month of occasionally seeing my son and my wife. Uh, but just being able to do that all the time, oh, man, I would love it.
1: Now, now when you see occasionally, like once a month, once a month. Oh, no,
2: my occasionally is like if I could have like nine to five doing nothing but going in and working on graphic stuff and learning graphic stuff and then coming home to my wife and my kid and playing with them and hanging out with them until like the next morning, that'd be perfect. Nice. But uh, nine to five, just working on graphic and learning stuff, that would be – That's definitely like, definitely, it sucks that when you find out what you want to do when you grow up and when, but you're like, I don't got the, I don't have, I don't have the time or the resources to do what I want to do as I grow up. So you kind of have to take it at a slower pace. That's what I'm running into, but I like that stuff, learning softwares and stuff.
0: Would you uh, have any like books or like you know would you have like a cooler in the room? Oh
2: yeah 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 you would have like a, I'd, I would have like a Coca-Cola machine pretty much. Oh yes. Uh filled with diet cokes uh, or probably honestly water and carrots and stuff like that so I don't like die of just like sugar overload but I don't know I I honestly it would I just want all of the equipment and the software and the time in order to make and learn all these skills that I want to make and learn.
0: Yeah. And it would be quiet there, right? Oh, yeah. No train? Uh,
2: no train. Yeah. I would like also no train. Okay. Oh, or, and like a giant database of sound effects.
0: Ooh. Like I hunting down that.
2: sound effects sucks sometimes. It's like, oh, yeah, this is like an explosion of fat, but it's also liquid. It's like, okay, well, this is going to be a fun little find.
0: I imagine, I, I love the idea of the Scott brothers having like, you know, $1.5 million to, to build a, uh, like a server in your room. Super cool to behind like, you know, uh, NASA glass, and they're like, okay, look.
2: Oh, and also a place for Moogie to lay
3: down, like a nice little dog bed. Yeah. I can say, I got two words for you. Fuck palace. <laughs> <laughs> now, when the first center of the fuck palace. <laughs>
2: Hazy's already talked about his life size,
0: Chung li <laughs> Yeah.
3: No, no, that's more of a fuck like, hut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fuck, a fuck, fuck hut. Double ba Lee. I prefer oh, fuck
1: oh. tent. <laughs> That's a condom, you idiot! <laughs> is that what they're called? Jeez, <laughs> uh, I've been doing it wrong for so long. Wow, I oh, I thought Jesus. I always hated camping. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Angela, we miss you. This uh, is what happens. come
3: back. This is what um, happens. But no, uh, I mean, two million dollars. I'm, I'm building a fucking. I'm, I'm going old school. I'm building a tavern i <laughs> a tavern with a gaming table in the middle. Yeah, of need. exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, Wooden right. walls and an actual like bar and a really nice gaming table with like a recess, like one of those super fancy gaming tables with like the drink holders, and it's all made out of like antique reclaimed super wood i don't know whatever oh it's totally made
0: from the wood that they gather in the swamp man show yes yes, yes there we only go
3: from swamp yeah man swamp man wood. wood i want a caving tail made out of solely out of swamp man wood uh and the name event <laughs> uh this Swamp Man wood if you could um yeah, all of this, like that's a, like a classic sort of like old school tavern-y. And frankly, that's not going to take up that much of my budget. It's, it's wood. It's, it's not that expensive. We can build that. So with the rest of it, I hire a wench. <laughs> She'll be making a solid 60 to 70 K a year just to be the wench at this, at this bar. <laughs>
2: Honestly, yeah. for sixty to seventy a year, thousand uh, dollars a year, I think she wouldn't even say no to the yeah. being called a winch. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and frankly, at that at that rate, like I can get like what, like five years of wenching for like <laughs> for like k. That's a steal. What is that? Is that a an Etsy page? What
0: do you? Where do you go for? Notice a Fiverr page. That's a
1: Fiverr oh, right, That's a That's yeah, Fiverr, that's yeah, Fiverr right.
0: man. Yeah, I stand corrected. Yeah. that's totally a Fiverr. Yeah. Oh my God! That's
3: five years of wedging. <laughs> five years of wedging. <laughs> well, she went to
1: she went to university for wedging. So uh, true. <laughs> She's got a degree. Undergraduate. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
0: All right. So, uh, yeah i can't remember he's just you did you you went already you you're the first yeah, yeah, yeah dead or
1: alive you know um, oh that's right yeah, yeah, of course yeah. how could i forget yeah. oh i tried to drown <laughs> it out yeah but seriously so, so um, like just a regular just a regular band game. yeah just stuff just I, gaming stuff soundproof gaming stuff
0: yeah so just for, the,
1: ideal for recording
0: yeah exactly so i'm the same way um the the uh Study or Dragon Daddy Cave, as I'm calling it, much to, to the chagrin of my significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's right on like the noisiest corner in all of Brooklyn. So that's going to be a factor. I would like it to be somewhere quieter. Honestly, if I had two million dollars, it would be a, I'd be living in a house. So there'd be that, but also it'd be in a barn and it would be in a barn that I, you know, retrofitted to have heaters and AC and all that stuff, but you would have to physically walk to it. And that would be my. It would be just outside the house, and it would be where I keep all of my recording equipment, where I have, you know, a spare uh, – like a spare futon for when people stay over. Uh, there would be, uh, you know, uh, my computer for editing, and there would be all of my nerd books, and maybe a TV for, like, reviewing movies and stuff like that.
1: And having it in a barn is a good mental transition. Like, you're literally walking from one place to another. Like, this is where I work, and then uh, when I want to go home and relax, I walk – to where I want precisely, it. Yeah.
0: Precisely. I want it to be removed from the rest of my living quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that way uh, instead of just bursting out of the door all laughing or being whatever especially or if we're intoxicated from a Fanable rebel radio um, you know people, can, people in the house can hear me and all of you lovely people like stomping like through the ground or through the snow or whatever and like coming to the house proper. Um, I would like it to be you know, removed. And if I need to, I know that I can crash in that in that uh area and wake up and, you know, ideally maybe I'd have a shower in there. I'm basically describing like a new house outside of a new fake house, but it would be it would have all of the things that I'm trying to do with the with the study now, which is it would have all of my costumes and lighting equipment and recording equipment and uh, oh, you know what it fucking have is a dope ass internet connection. It would have a dope ass internet connection that I would spend a lot of money on. Uh, yeah. So, so that way, you know, uh, I would host all of our online conversations and stuff like that. Cause it would be this monstrous, uh, connection to the, uh, the world wide web. And it would also, um, I would, I would be ready to burn it down at a moment's notice if any of our listeners found out where it was. I would just. It's burning to the ground.
2: Oh, a studio set with us like a like a, it looks like a living room. A oh, yeah, just, studio so we, set. Like a studio cool. set where we'd just like, Oh hey guys, welcome to our living room. We're here to play some D D. Let's get started. Dun dun. Remember oh. to smash that like button. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd God. also get a host, like a, like a teenage, like fucking Gen uh, Generation Z, Z Gen yeah, Z, uh. Gen Z guys. Like, oh, right, are you ready to fucking do this? And I like don't understand half
0: the shit he's saying, but he's like our hype guy for like the Gen Z. So let me get this straight: Dan gets a wench, and you get a kid. Let's just back up, nope, <laughs> like nope. hype a hype man, A hype man. You know yeah. what? Fuck it.
2: Yeah, let's just do that. Well, at least we're not going life size Chongli's.
1: <laughs> Actually, that's better. <laughs> you think about it. Because those thighs. Anyway, so everybody name your
0: room. Name your room. What would be the name of your room? I'm gonna go first because I've already named it the Dragon Daddy Cave. The Dragon Daddy Cave. I even started getting some custom art for it. And also one of our listeners actually gave me a lovely painting that uh he made himself for the uh for the wall
3: and that was actually an inspiration for what kind of colours oh, I nice. uh, should use. So you do realize fandable bylaws uh, dictate that you have to reveal all gifts received as part of. I'm just saying it belongs I to I won it through <laughs> trial combat. Okay,
2: then that's completely yeah, In okay. that
3: case, yeah, it's fine. So if, as long as it wasn't a gift. It's a gift, belongs to Fandible. But if yeah. you won it through combat, yeah, it's, it's yours. Mm-hmm. Unless one of us wants it, in which case we challenge Yeah, mean, ask, I'm, ask, I'm, ask, I'm for good it for that. Yeah, yeah, Win it the challenged.
1: same
0: way that I did. Hoof somebody in the node In the nodes. <laughs> <laughs> hoof somebody in the nodes mm-hmm. in the brain, <laughs> apparently.
2: <laughs> brain nodes. I call mine uh, the uh, Chung Lee Haven. I would make sure that yeah. all my life-size. All my life-size Chung Lees are covered completely. Completely and uh they dress. like yeah. the
0: women from like the from the eighties like
2: may eighties like uh like working girl and nice. and in her hands instead of like a skull, it's a book. Oh because she chooses the book.
0: Okay. perf
1: <laughs> <laughs> My room is called the dank. Uh, <laughs> because it is, and it does. <laughs> Tell me
0: that is how is that not an aspect of Warhammer 40k? The, the dank. The dank. the dank,
1: dank. <laughs> the <laughs> the dank, the dank implies water, and you don't get water in Warhammer 40k, you get death. Or blood. or blood. Blood for the blood Blood, blood for the blood card, uh-huh. that's yeah. true. Dank, oh, the, the blood God. cave. And then, and then you get moist.
0: <laughs> the blood cave, really? <laughs> yeah, nah. eh.
3: No.
0: No, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of jokes that I can't make I know, right there's now. a lot. Woo! Angela, what do you think about that? Hell, yeah, she's still sick, so... Um, and honestly... I. Have you lost your mind? I'm not asking her this question.
3: Dan, uh, but Dan, you go. I I of mean, cape. I have to go with Blunt Cave. Yeah. So <laughs> blunt Cave. Blood's for the Blunt God. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, not come up with that yet. Uh,
2: uh, that's a that's a so that's, that's a no, part time god character. I'm even keeping that
0: one. I yeah. love <laughs> oh, no, he, he hangs out with the uh, with Grar. Was it Rar or Grar? The, oh, the uh, Bear God. The bear god. Rar. Yeah. Oh my God, so yeah. good. Um, <laughs> so. We mentioned that, uh, we are, we're recording this, you know, in, uh, shaky Geek right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did actually test out Twitch recently. Yeah. Not by choice, but by happenstance. Surprise. Yeah.
2: And let's, of course, uh, before we, I just want to say thank you for Zeus. You really took the initiative on that. So good job on getting us out there and learning OBS.
0: Yep. yep. Great job. Yep. Nice work. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> Sorry, still, still laughing about the blunt cave. (laughs) Um, so as it stands right now, live streaming is quickly becoming or has become, I don't know, uh, a major way that people enjoy actual play RPGs like our podcast. Um, at first it was just video games, but it's really branching out. It's taking the same kind of uh, steps as podcasts. Yeah. You know, um, and so, so if we were going to do a live stream, like a, like a brand spanking new live stream what game should we run for that and why is it my dungeons and dragons game Mm.
1: Mm.
0: what Mm. game should we run and why is it my dungeons and dragons game Mm.
1: So here's the
3: thing with the Dungeons and Dragons game. Though. There's many Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. yeah. First of all, there's a lot of them. Second, of all, we we need another camera to show the game board, and then we we, we need minis, and mm-hmm. you have to all be oh, there. Okay. All
1: right. I mean, we if can roll twenty. Any
0: game? What should we run? Uh, any game? I mean, there. In that gets to a and game Dragons we're all game. familiar
1: <laughs> with. Yeah. It have to be a game we're all familiar with that we can easily get the rules together, so we don't have to like stumble through the rules. I, I would say
2: Hex. Honestly, yeah. Hex is an easy Hex game would that
1: actually be a good
2: one. It, we've we've it's a game that we laugh at. How about that? It would be a, need to be a game that we bust a damn gut. It's either Hex
0: or I would say a Fate game. Um, do a lot of people play Hex? Because I'm no, around. Nobody plays Hex. And like, I feel like we've just, just us. like, do we have the last copy? What is happening? Because like, we love this game. Uh, I don't know. You I know mean, what? We got to keep it alive, man. It,
2: yeah. it, it's kind of got popular and then the guy spent like five years and uh of making a uh, mission to mars or mars, yeah, yeah, mars to revelation mars. of mars and the problem with that was he kept on saying like okay guys listen i stubbed my toe and it's, in two weeks we're going to be done sorry about that sorry about the delay and that happened for literally a year straight of just Jeez, every wow. two months every two weeks listen guys full disclosure i had a diabetes attack it's like oh, okay and then guys listen my dog got lost. It's like, Jesus, dude, just give yourself a year. If he had come back and just said like, hey, we need another year. I've been totally but every two weeks it felt like. It was and it was, was like,
0: a Kickstarter. Right? It was a
2: Kickstarter. It was like, it was a year or two late. And the last year it was literally the person saying like, hey guys, next month you're going to get it. And then like that month comes, was like, listen, I had this going on. It's like, Jesus, man, come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So Hex, Hex
1: sounds pretty, pretty good. good. I mean, yeah
0: like nobody's heard of it and uh, apparently uh, corner of the market honestly yeah. i would want
2: to play a game where we take popular tv series and run side missions on it or movies or like take movies that haven't had a sequel and make our own uh, sequel to it
0: you know what game is great for that
3: straight to vhs yeah yeah, yeah. no i'd be
2: like kind nice. of like
0: uh, what you guys did for what did you use for 16 uh, smri
2: straight, yeah, no, straight to vhs yeah, yeah. that's a, that's so, what i would which want is to a, do s-
3: beautifully silly yet oddly oh, yeah. Complete game, Yeah, because yeah, what
2: you would do is basically you would get you would get the people who are just there for the movie because they like the movies, and you get the people who also like actual plays. So you, yeah. get, the, you get two that's markets. Really so what,
1: what, yeah. 80s, what 80s movie should we make a sequel to?
2: Oh, that's, a, that's the simplest answer, and I can't believe no one's that. Uh, Lost Boys. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, oh really? really? uh,
1: makes sure. oh, yeah. yeah. Like,
3: there's a story in Lost Boys. So there right. was actually a... All right, cut right. all this out, because no, we're revealing too much to the fucking uh, listeners. Because like, guys, This you has to there, be a surprise. Because this is a great idea, and I think we should do yeah. it. Yeah.
2: The Lost Boys, uh, every one of them, every time you uh, you stuck a vampire, they disappeared. The last vampire, he
0: got stuck, didn't disappear.
2: Oh. Ooh. Yeah, there's you're a, right. There's a fucking story, guys. Yeah.
0: Hey guys, right.
1: right?
0: What was the name of that 19 I'm going to say Inner Space. Oh. oh,
1: yeah, that's a good one. Inner space. Yeah. What was the name of that 1980s film where uh, with the guy from the Wonder Years where basically there's demons popping out of his house? Oh, no, 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 no. It's uh, under under she, the bed. She, is it Little the, Monsters? Monsters. Yeah. Little Monsters. Oh, Little, little monsters. monsters would also be really good. But yeah. not, not what I was thinking of, but that also works. Do yeah. you mean The Gate? The Gate, yes. I think oh, that geez, was. I love that film when Bam. I was a kid. I Y'all love that film.
0: Listeners can't see it, but I'm just doing my little I'm the Horror Guy dance. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So I would take
2: like. Uh, movies that definitely needed a sequel never got one because they didn't make a lot of money and just say this is the sequel and we'd make a character and say like okay you're Bruce Willis in the fucking film
0: you're, you're Lilo Dallas like we just fucking play it. You know what I would love to do is if we just chose one prolific actor and then did a sequence of their films sure. I would argue Vin Diesel hmm. if we did The Witch Hunter if we did one of the Fast and Furious. If we did, If we did what, The Chronicles of Riddick. The only problem... The Chronicles we, of Riddick, ha- I would fucking love to.
2: I would do that too, but the problem with this idea is we'd have to watch The Witch
0: Hunter. I've already done it and it's not the worst <laughs> thing. I love how you... It took you a second because I, I had to, to remember all the Uwe yeah. Bowl films I've watched, yeah. And, yeah. and I was like, "Oh wait, no, I'm I'm cool." Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm
2: that was the quote that, that was the best quote they could find on the poster. <laughs> it's not
0: dot 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 the worst, the
1: worst thing. thing. You know that yeah. they, there's actually a D and D class based off that character. Yeah, because yeah. Vin
0: Diesel's a huge uh, yep. fan yeah. of D and D, and also a huge fan of the podcast. Vin, write in if you want to us. Uh, you know, if you want to be on the podcast, please just reach out to us.
3: Yeah, oh, no, I mean, if you, if, you, if you want things. us to do the show for your movies as well, just write in. Otherwise, our only other choice is Nick Cage.
2: No. Oh, oh my god national geez. treasure no 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 i would want wicker man just the wicker man uh, yeah Beans but you want you you, you want an actor you want an actor Beans that again. you can
3: Beans. Again. Beans. <laughs> Beans. Yeah. Yeah. but you want an actor that you can follow for through a whole bunch of different movies yeah, Nick Okay. Cage. Well, okay. We all have to try. Also, out right just now. the very idea yeah. of just a show that's based solely around running games <laughs> An actual? based oh actual guys, guys uh, running we, games right based now, around Nick Cage movies. Go, right shit. now,
2: right now we need to go around and see who does the best Nick Cage
3: because I'm oh, like me. okay, ready? Not me. We need to take his face off.
1: they supposed to be more of a poser. So we're like, I need to take your face off. Okay, guess, Jesus. Uh, terrible. At, I'm going to be terrible at this, but. We need to take his t- face. Fi- I can't. We yeah. can take his face off. Also, did you start <laughs> <going> to dick? into dick? He's scared. We need to take his dick uh, face. <laughs> well, I was going for the motion. <laughs> okay, the- we need to take his face
3: off. That's pretty good, yeah. actually.
0: I listen to a lot of podcasts where they talk about Nick Cage films. Oh, wait, um, so
3: so I would so love promotion the- yeah. opportunities. Yeah, let's do this. I would what what would movie? the name of the
0: podcast
2: be? Uh, straight
3: to the VHS.
0: No, uh, uh, for just Nick Cage.
2: Oh, for just um, in a
3: cage one um, um National um, Treasure Dice in a Cage. I mean he is a national treasure, honestly. Uh National Treasure uh, of my heart. The um, Cage Cast. Cage Cast. I
0: want
2: I, I want Con Nerds Air. Nerds in a Cage. Nerds in a Cage. Maybe. Cage Sorry. no, cage match. Oh, oh
0: cage, yeah, match. cage nice. match, yeah. Nice.
2: Uh, cage but cage I, match. I want Con Air too. Just <laughs> 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 I got arrested oh again. They got arrested. Con
0: Air. God damn, did you Do know it? that they didn't tell um uh, John Malkovich what that movie was about what? he signed up He signed up and started shooting uh, scenes and so he oh. didn't know what the movie was about until after they had wrapped and so he refused to do any promo stuff Jesus. for it because he didn't know because that's gotta be the weirdest fucking paycheck I've ever heard of
1: he was yeah. great though no, yeah. he was
0: he was amazing because he's John Malkovich Ooh, and yeah. he can sell the shit out of whatever he wants
1: yep. what would be the sequel to Face Off
0: Face, Face On, on.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they take home, It's the surgery of putting their faces back on, but they accidentally get them flipped around, so they accidentally put the faces back on the original people, <laughs> exactly. the non original people. So it's,
0: a, it's
1: the oh, same. I yeah.
0: want to take his face on. What? Yeah. <laughs> but okay, hear me out. Okay, hear me out.
2: Oh, there's there's what we're missing.
0: Yeah, yeah. you a need little a little bit of a southern. A little, yeah. yeah. Oh. the money. The clue is on the money.
3: I love Nick Cage films. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, this is an actual legit idea.
2: So that's what you'd have to do if you want to do a Twitch that's unique. You need to have – it's it's an actual place because no matter what, we're actual play. But you need to be able to grab the movie audience. So it'd be some- oh
0: my god, guys! I really want to do this. Oh, oh, oh,
2: what's it? Uh, what's it called when they? It's, it, it's not good enough to be in a theater.
3: Wait, wait how is leaving Las Vegas too possible? Oh, it is. Straight to cassette or something? like that? To straight to VHS. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's the name yeah, of yeah, the. That's the name of the game. So. Straight to VHS. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, no, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Something like something along those lines. Like you. It's you know. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's the home version. Straight straight home the home video. video. Oh, straight
0: to home video. Straight <laughs> to home video. That's
2: what you would call it. And it's just like this is not the this is not the sequel that we wanted. This is the sequel we got. All oh, right, yeah. the scene starts. Event Horizon. The <laughs> ship closes. Yeah, so, I yeah. would play the
1: fuck out. I know! Oh like,
3: my this God. is legit a good idea. Cut all this out. Event Dawn. No, Let's do this. Cut all this out. We've no, done we're... this before, and then we don't do it. Let's because leave we it leave it in, and then people know, and somebody else does it. Yeah. This gives us an well, uh, If uh, I go to Gen Con next year, and some fucking podcast with this same idea wins an any... <laughs> table
0: up. All
3: right. Well, then so we have the first thing.
2: Event Horizon would be the perfect thing oh, to start this yes. on. You'd have to watch for Event Horizon. Which take is the great. notes who surri- survived, and then we'd start the game right when that was like, you know, because it ends with the doors closing because they, they're in the escape pod. Yeah, so yeah. we've hinted that yeah. maybe... The 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 escape pod is also uh.
1: Hot yeah, hot yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. the the actual ship went into the portal that was in yeah. the hell dimension. I love that fucking movie. Wow. Watched it several times. Uh,
0: so the be- best thing about this is we could do a Nicolas Cage game once every year. Wow. Uncaged the, the Nicolas Cage Con in Las Vegas is happening. Is that yeah. Nicolas
1: Cage Con? You've never of heard of I've
0: um,
2: never uncaged. heard of Cage Con. I really, I really hope that the MMA has
0: worked with them and there's
2: literally a cage match. like
0: He showed up one year. Oh my god. Two years ago, I think it was. And you heard an entire he convention just, just cream themselves. Fucking lose their minds. And every year they play one or like they play a sequence of Nicolas Cage films. And everybody just watches them and talks about Nicolas Cage. I mean, yeah. the great thing is you get to
2: do, you get to practice our impersonation skills. Yeah, like, you're
0: right. I get to be solo. That's uh, terrible. It's the best. It's so yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, we yes. used to get a lot of, lot of this. Anyways, uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, it's much better. It's much better. I'm. Not, I got to warm up to that sort of stuff. Um, so, gentlemen, we've reached the end, and I have one final question for you. Oh boy imagine after we become wildly successful with Fandable. Huh.
2: or 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 straight
0: to home video you know what actually we just answered our own question yeah what would our side podcast so be did you found it
2: yes, straight to home video yeah. Yeah.
0: people
3: starting november straight to home video begins guys Yo. get those patreon books ready you're gonna want to sign up for this one Oh, Yo, my God, I kind of, so- no,
0: I don't even kind of, I really, really yeah, want to do this. This is, legit this is like thing. in the wheelhouse of two of my greatest strengths that will make my significant oh other God. find me fucking insufferable. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> imagine all those like horror movies that deserve a sequel. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Or a better sequel. Like I'll be honest. House on, uh, the house on haunted hill. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah. The, how, uh, the house, uh, house on. Hustle Haunted Hill they had and then they did a sequel to it. And it's like, oh, well, it Oh, well, I mean
0: the sequel to Blair Witch was that's terrible. Also, that's also, that,
3: that's a... No.
2: no, there's like so many good, like, yeah, there's so yeah. many good fucking, like, uh, that, that one where the the dead, it was like the the the, the dying uh, uh, police station. That woman was closing on the police station and she went nuts. <laughs> oh, like,
0: yeah. Like the
2: calling and stuff. Like, oh, there's so many good ones. And again, I really want to scream, bees! Again! <laughs> Not the bridge <bees>! Again!
0: <laughs> I love it um all right so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening take us out dragon daddy and uh my question to uh you oh heavens to betsy if you sent us a gift for our recording studio of the different recording studios we have described in our mind what would it be sky's the limit make it weird also a second question what sequel do you
2: want to see performed
0: Oh yeah, fuck my previous question. What <laughs> sequel do you want to see performed? Yes, absolutely. Fun. Yeah, because straight to home video. Because oh, I don't nice. want to get mailed a weird Chun Li
1: fuck doll. <laughs> well, there goes my surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, We can do Mortal Kombat. We can do uh, Street, Street
1: Fighter.
0: Yes, Chun-Li, finally. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Good night, Haruken! <laughs> <laughs> Haruken! Thanks for listening to this geeky topics roundtable. Sorry if we got a bit silly there, but Angela wasn't there. You know what they say, when the boss is away, the rest of us will think up an entirely different podcast like we don't have enough going on. If you liked this and you're curious what else we do, and holy crap do we do a lot, you can find us at Fandible.com or just search for us on your preferred podcast player app thing. If you're thinking, gosh, what am I going to do with all of this money? Then why not throw some at us? Go to Patreon.com forward slash Fandible. You get rewards for donating and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please, please, please leave us a rating and review wherever you found this. It helps us out a lot and we appreciate it. Anyways, thanks for listening. See you next time.